Okay. Welcome to my first podcast ever. I'm so, so, so excited. I have my best friend sitting in front of me. <laughs> She's clapping. She's all excited. She's so funny. Um, she is a new mommy. Her boy is going to be a month old tomorrow. Tell me about that. Hi. <laughs> um, well, first of all, thank you for having me. I yeah. feel so honored to be your first guest. <laughs> Who else would I have? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I have a lot of friends. Um, but yeah, I'm a new mom. My baby boy is going to be one month old, like you said. Tomorrow. I know. I cannot believe it. Time is flying by. Yeah. Um, I'm enjoying being my mom so far, and I... <laughs> Well, he's a mushy man. He's the mushiest man you'll ever see. Yeah, he's very (laughs) cute. I'm so obsessed with him. I cannot stop looking at him, and I still can't believe he's mine. Yes, I love it. Okay, so what we're going to talk about today, obviously, is the biggest transition of your life of becoming a mother, correct? Would you describe it as the biggest transition of your life? Absolutely. It was... It's still, I'm still transitioning. I still cannot believe this is all happening. I, you know, every day I wake up, I'm like, it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. My life turned 180 degrees in just a matter of a few months. You know, when we first found out we were pregnant, we were so excited. But it's just like the whole pregnancy. It was such a good pregnancy. I really, I had such an amazing pregnancy. And the whole time, it's just like, I don't know. I don't think I, was, I fully realized what it means to be a mom. Even now, like looking at the baby, he's so mm-hmm. sweet and he's just... He's just so precious. I, I still cannot believe it. Um, but yeah, we're 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 transitioning. It's it's challenging. I don't know if anybody could ever prepare you for what's coming mm-hmm. as a mom. You know, like I said, the pregnancy was so great, and but then you just, you just I don't know. I really it's so hard to explain what it feels like when you see that baby. It is come we'll, out of we'll you. Get, we'll get <laughs> yeah. into that more. But let's yeah. start with the background story. So mm-hmm. you and I met about. Eight, eight, nine years ago. God, it's been that long. I know, it's so crazy. (laughs) We met through your husband and my ex, the father of my children, right? Yes. Um, Which, thank God for, because I can't imagine my life without you. And now we're moms, right? That's crazy. (laughs) The first, do you know the first night we met, we went out to a restaurant, the four of us. And we stayed in that restaurant for like four hours, talking, drinking wine. I know. It was a great it, night. The restaurant was closing, <laughs> and they were like, are you guys thinking about leaving? And <laughs> we're like, one more bottle, one more bottle. <laughs> the most amazing time we had. Yeah. And since then, it's been endless. We've gone on vacations. We've done things together. We've gone through so many different life experiences together. Sure. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Melena's also the godmother to my daughter and Darwin is her husband is the godmother godfather <laughs> to my son. I um and I wanted to have her on my first episode because duh, she's a new mom and who better to have than a brand new mommy as the first ever episode. This way we get to see the transition from interviewing a new mom yeah. to maybe an experienced mom to a single mom to yeah. To a mom who can't conceive, you know, yeah. well, to a woman who can't conceive. Yeah. So I thought this would be the perfect way to start my podcast. So thank you, thank you, thank you for saying of yes. Course. Yeah, she said no like four times. I had to like <laughs> push it on her. But we finally got it. Um, let's talk about your pregnancy first. So yeah. if anyone's on the fence about having a baby, <laughs> I'm about to give you a little dose of reality right now. So that pregnancy... 
It wasn't planned. The moment planned. you saw that, that pregnancy <laughs> test. Oh, God. It wasn't planned, but it wasn't unplanned. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. It just kind of happened naturally. It just mm-hmm. kind of, for, for my husband and I, it just kind of felt like the right moment. And it just kind of happened. And we didn't really think much about it until one day I just started feeling differently. And then we took that test. And then we took another one. And then we took another one. And we called Crystal. <laughs> like, uh, you know, all three of them came back positive. Now, here's the backstory. <laughs> so for one year for April Fool's, these jerks decided to, to trick me and send, they sent me a picture of a positive pregnancy test and I was over the moon. I was ecstatic only to find out it was a joke. So this time, last, this, this mar- year <laughs> in March, she text messages me and she's like, Crystal, I'm pregnant. And I said, shut the fuck up. I don't believe you. You're not pregnant. I'm not believe. I'm not falling for this. And then she sends me like a real time photo. Like, this is not a joke. This is not a test. Yeah. I am pregnant. Yep. So. The most exciting. I <laughs> cried like a baby. I couldn't, I did not sleep that night. Okay. I guess we, we knew it was coming. We just didn't know when. When, yeah. You know, and it's still so hard to believe that <laughs> no, you have a baby. And I don't know why. Like, you guys have been together so long. Yeah. You're destined to have babies and do great things. So, I don't know why it's such a shock. Yeah. Maybe it's because I became a mom at 25, 26. Oh, so and young. I was, like, the only mom in the crew <laughs> for, yeah. for, like, three years. That's so true. So, it was like, huh. I'm the only mom. I'm kind of singled out. You know, I don't get to live the kind of life that everybody else is living and have the freedom. But now it's like you get it. You understand it. And slowly as he grows older, you're going to get it even more. You're going to understand it even more. So your pregnancy was pretty good, I would say. it was great. Right? It was awesome. Maybe like a little scare. Naughty. What was that scare that you had? Um, Not not really much, honestly. It It was just... With the testing, with the genetic testing. Yeah, it was just one protein came back a little higher than than it should have, but it was fine. It was really nothing to worry about. Everything turned out fine. Yeah, Yeah, you know, the the whole thing, the whole pregnancy, I tried really not to go crazy over looking things up and Googling. And and it's so easy. So easy. That's what you do. If I was worrying about something, I would ask my husband, like, just you go, look at it, look it up. Look what's going on, and then <laughs> yeah, you tell me. me. You tell me. <laughs> she goes, Crystal, I'm not even going to look. I'm not even going to Google no, it. I'm no, like, it's I... fine. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. It's almost like we, uh, the mom instinct, like that that protective yeah. feeling comes over you as soon as you're pregnant. You do anything just, and everything. You can't get rid of it, though. Like, you do just... anything to protect yeah, your fetus. So you true. Your hand is on the belly 24-7. Yeah, so, of course, a doctor tells you one little tiny thing. Oh, this might be an issue. This might... And you think, oh, my God. Yeah. Something's wrong something's with my baby. Wrong. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? That feeling doesn't go away. <laughs> it never but goes even, away. Even though I had a great pregnancy the whole time, every doctor's visit, I was so scared something was going to go wrong. Yeah. Every time. And, like, you know, we would go out, come out of there and everything was fine. But... Yeah. Pregnancy was great. I felt great. I was working out. I was eating really well the whole time. Um, and yeah, it was just like it went by so fast. We found it felt like I was pregnant a whole year because I, I felt like that. it was like seven years. Yeah. <laughs> it felt so long. You know, we got pregnant at the beginning of the year and then I gave birth just last month in November. So it just felt so long, but it was great. Um, now the labor and delivery was a completely oh God. different, different story. It was completely different. Yes. <laughs> completely not what I imagined. No and one can prepare you for that. Absolutely You can't not. even prepare yourself. Absolutely not. I told you from the beginning, yeah. it's an individual experience. <laughs> so. It goes one way. You yeah. think it's going one way. You can prepare the best, but it's never going to go the no. way you want it to go. No. And you know, the whole pregnancy, I was fine. And then I was just like, 
afraid of like afterbirth like what's gonna happen like how am I gonna handle the breastfeeding or, mm-hmm. or transitioning or whatever and everything has been, has been going fine yeah. I didn't really give much thought tell us it. about your labor oh my god that 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 was like one thing I didn't think about it just, it just seemed so natural like you go in there you pop the that's it yeah off. it's so and easy like, you know yeah like I was expecting pain a day at the park and, and you go in and you think like okay you just pop the baby out it's gonna be hard but yeah. you know it'll be all worth it one two well, three push it wasn't Ow. worth it, but it took 26 hours, a lot of crying, a lot of pain, and a, a week lot of in the things. hospital. <laughs> yes, yeah, a week. I I've so. never heard of anyone in a week in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we were at 40. We went to the 40 week checkup, and the doctor was like, "Well, you're going into labor. We're gonna admit you today." Um, so just yeah, get ready. You're gonna have the baby today. So I was like all excited. Let's do it. I was so happy. I was really hungry. I just remember being so hungry because I didn't have lunch. But I was like, it's okay. I'll be fine. I'll have the baby today. So we go up to the hospital. They admit me. I'm all like super happy, super excited. My husband goes home to pick up some stuff. So we're just there waiting, waiting, waiting. They start. They start. You know the induction process. We're still just waiting, waiting, waiting. Twelve hours later, I'm still only three centimeters down. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, "Okay, fine. We're just gonna break your waters." They break my water, and um, and as soon as they broke my waters, I just. It was just the worst fucking pain. <laughs> of course. It was so bad. I honestly was not prepared for that. It's just the Wait, wait, started. guys. She goes, I'm not going to get an epidural. And I said, oh, oh girl, I'm sorry. So I was like, bring that doctor over. I can't take this. The worst pain. The worst pain. I don't think I was like, no, I was getting contraction. I felt pain. I was breathing through them, but I was only three centimeters dilated. Within literally five minutes after they broke my water, I, oh my God, it was the worst pain. Within an hour, I dilated, dilated to six centimeters. Within next hours, I was 10 centimeters dilated. I did get an epidural. Um, it didn't go well the first time, so they had to redo it. The first time the doctor hit a vein or whatever. I, I don't even know what happened, but I just started bleeding from my back. So I, we had to wait a little a little while and then just, they, they redid it. Um, the epidural was nice, but I just slept the whole time, and which, you know, now that we look back. Delayed the yeah, process. I think, yeah, that delayed the process a lot. So, when they checked me, I was 10 centimeters dilated. Within the next half hour, they said, all right, you're ready to push. I pushed and pushed and pushed for two hours, and nothing was happening. I was crying. I was just getting so discouraged. The doctor was just not very hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> we'll mention any was, names. And, and you know it sounds funny now or whatever but in the moment you're just like what am I doing wrong like yeah. what what's going yeah. wrong like what is wrong with me you know um like you're supposed to know what to do you're you're yeah. a woman you were you, you you were made to do this like why can why can the baby come out so the baby just it kept he kept coming out and the head kept going back in Aww. and then um after two hours she was just like well the the, the heart rate is dropping um we need to do what's best for you and the baby, so um, we need to do a C-section, and I was so not happy with that. I just cried and cried for the next half hour. I just begged them to yeah. stop, like, no, don't do it. I really didn't want it because I just didn't know how my body was going to take it. And and, and anyone in your life, have you know, has anyone given you no, advice about yeah. C-sections? No, I, I have no idea what a C-section it. is like. Honestly, so I like, could not that even say. Didn't even like, occur to me that I would yeah, have a C-section. Yeah. Like you know, I'm 29 years old. I'm healthy. I yeah. worked out. Like I'm, you know, I have a healthy body. Like I didn't think I would have to go through it. But and again, it goes back to the fact that you just can't prepare for that. You, you really, can't control really, it. You right. cannot prepare for that. Right. Day. I was sad when I heard you were getting yeah. a C-section because I knew that wasn't what you wanted. Yeah. 
Um, I knew, I thought I knew that the healing process took way longer. Um, And then I go and see you the next day and I'm like, what the fuck just happened here? (laughs) She looked like, first of all, she looked like a goddess. She looked like she was not in labor for 26 hours. She was walking around. It's that new baby. Telling nurses what to do. She was carrying her baby, breastfeeding, and I'm like, did I miss something? <laughs> did I really miss something? Like, do you remember when she came to visit me after I had my son, and she literally looked at me and said, you look dead. Like, you look like you died. Yeah, your was transparent. <laughs> I was transparent. She could see the blood inside of me. Whatever blood I had left, because I lost so much blood. Yeah. But I was like, is this for real? She looks like this after a C-section. Here I am thinking that a C-section is like way worse than natural birth. It's, I was not educated on it properly. Look, I never it's knew. So different for everybody. Yeah. I didn't even like. I didn't even read about a C-section. Yeah. Just did, did that thought of having a C-section. Yeah. Was not even a thought in my mind. It like, wasn't a it thought wasn't in my mind. Yeah. I didn't even consider nothing. Nothing. So. Yeah, I ended up going to a C-section, and the surgery was quick. Um. It was very, it's just, now, you know, you, you think about it, and I was in so much shock. I was, mm-hmm. it was so many drugs running through my blood. I was shaking the whole time. It was just, it was so traumatic that when the baby came out, like, I, I didn't even know. Like, I just, I was in so much shock. Like, I had no idea what was going on. Of course. And, you know, one min- minute you, you hear all the doctors talking. My husband was right there talking to me. We were just, you know, making jokes about the baby, and then... The next minute, the baby's here, and then they come over. They show me the baby. The baby's all bloody, and then, then like next, the next minute, like everybody's out of the room, and it's just quiet, and you're just there, like what just happened? Like where's the baby? Where's my husband? What's going on? You know, the, the husband, my husband went with the baby to you know to get like cleaned up and whatnot, but it was just quiet. So I'm just there, like all these thoughts in my mind, and I just started talking to one of the doctors. Here he is now. Come, come in. <laughs> Yay! Here he is. Hi. He's gonna eat. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Hi, baby boy. What's up, baby boy? <laughs> we're live. Oh, we're live. <laughs> Hi, baby. Thank you, Dad. Anytime, guys. Oh, Mama. Hi, Mama. I'm so hungry, Mama. So Noah's just entered the room. Hi, baby boy. Like a little king, little mush man. So how's? Oh, let's talk about breastfeeding. Uh, yeah. Did you think, what did you expect? I was so and scared because I remember you learned? like you with Jonah, yeah. you had such like crazy yeah. experiences. Yeah. It was so traumatic for you. And yeah. it just, I was, I was so, so wait, afraid. So with Jonah, my nipple, my left nipple actually fell off. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. actually had to like tape it back up. And that just had yeah. that image in my head the whole time. I just, the whole pregnancy I had that image in my head. Like, you know, my nipples are going to fall off. What am I going to do? <laughs> but, um. You know what? It was just so funny. The first night, well, first of all, after the C-section, I, you know, it was just, just get really quiet in the room. So I was just talking to the doctor, whatever. We were just chatting up. Then they brought me back to the room. And at that point, like, the baby's gone for two hours. And I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? He's never going to latch on. Like, you know, we're supposed to put your baby on, on the breast. Yeah, like, all the, the, all the pressures, first of oh all. Oh, my God, you just need to stop with this. Start, like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was so bad. Oh, it's okay. Um, and yeah, so then I'm like, all right, it's been three hours. Where's the baby? I haven't seen him. Like, I want to, I want to touch him. Like, I want to yeah, yeah. see him, you know? I like, want my baby. My, my child. <laughs> um, Give me but my it was potato. A, a very busy day. 
at the hospital that particular day. So they had a lot of babies that they had to like you know clean up and measure and whatnot. So Noah was last. Yes. Um. But yeah. So then they bring the baby over, and I'm like, what? Are, like, what do I do? Like, what, like I. Do I feed him? What do I what do? Now? Like, what now? What you now? Look at this baby. Like, what? Like, he's looking at you like, <laughs> all right, like, hey, let's do this. <laughs> I've arrived. Where's the party? So, like, the first night was so good. He latched right on. He was just eating, like, every two hours. It was perfect. The next day, the nightmares began. <laughs> he just wouldn't want to latch on. And he was just crying in my breast and just, like, crying. I'm just like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. A lactation consultant came over. The first one, she came over. She's like, oh, this is how you're going to hold him. And, of course, when she's there, the baby latches on of right course. away. Right away. Right away. <laughs> she leaves the room. He's screaming. They brand new in front of company. <laughs> yes. Brand new. And he was just screaming. She's like, why, why do you hate me? What did I do? I love you so much. Stop this. Um... So, yeah, like, the next two days, because I stayed in the hospital for a while, um, for four days mm-hmm. after. The first day when they admitted me, the next day I gave birth, and then four days after. So, um, yeah, um, it, was, it was just, like, up and down, up and down, up and down. Then I had another lactation consultant come over. She was very helpful. I just remember crying with her. I'm like, I don't understand why this baby hates me so much. She's like, this is so normal. Think about it. He was just in your belly, so comfortable. So safe and warm. Yeah. And then the first night, you know, he's so excited. Just like he was so excited to meet your baby. He's so excited to meet you too. And then the next day, all that emotion, like all those emotions, they calm down and everybody's calmed down and the reality The initial shock goes away. Yeah. And then the baby's just as confused as you are. Right. So that's why he's like that. That's why he's acting like that. And I think need to prepare people on that a little more because no one told me that my first night home would be absolutely miserable Uh, my first night alone without you know it was just me and 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 my ex at that time so no one told me I was not gonna sleep all night no one told me he was gonna cluster feed they didn't tell me I'd be bleeding for almost a month and I and I was so young and no one like everyone prepares you for the joys of motherhood yeah. and oh you're gonna love him yeah but you're not gonna love the postpartum phase yeah. and a lot of people forget to mention that absolutely postpartum absolutely. is a journey in itself like pregnancy's one and they call it what do they call it they call it the the tenth month yeah and it's like it's a whole different journey being yeah. home and and adjusting to this new life yeah and. Sure. You kind of have to find it out. Like, you have to discover it on your own. There's no one who can tell you how to do it. Like, I came to visit her, and <laughs> I, I didn't know what to do. I just started doing dishes because I was like, I can't help her. Yeah. I can't help her breastfeed. Oh, yeah, She's the gotta, baby was crying. Yeah, he was crying, and he didn't want to latch, and I felt terrible because my journey was different, and I'm not going to tell you how to yeah. put your boob in your kid's mouth. So I just started doing the dishes and minding my business, and yeah. eventually he calmed down. But it was, it's it's crazy, you know, yeah. he's crying and you, you want to help him, but yeah. you just don't know what to you do. You don't know how. And yeah. then you start crying, you start thinking, what, what's Think about it. You yeah. haven't showered, yeah. you, you're you hungry, you're tired, yeah. you're all kinds of things at once. And then, and then you, you got a screaming baby yeah. in front of you who's basically cursing you out yeah. in his language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, you know what, lady? Yeah. You don't know what you're doing. You exactly. <laughs> Then it was just, you know, the fact that he's he's a quick eater, just yeah. like his dad, you know, he eats quick. <laughs> he eats a lot, but he eats quick, but I didn't know that when he first came up. <laughs> so he would feed for five, seven minutes at a time, 
And I'm just like, does he get enough food? Like, is yeah. he okay? What's wrong yeah. with him? But that's just It's always he... questions. Yeah. Always. I feel we like we second guess ourselves. We're always asking, am I doing enough? Am I giving enough? And, and it's just always a question when you yeah. become a mom. Just, and then the mom guilt sets in. Oh, yeah. Which never goes away, by the way. You know that. To this day, I have mom guilt. I leave them for a night, and I'm like, I like kids hate me. They're never going to forgive me. And I see them the next morning. I'm like, oh, go back to your grandmother's house. Yeah. No, I was just, and it's, it, and I st- I'm still like this. Does he get enough? Does he get too much? Now he started spitting up. So I was just like, yeah. Maybe I'm overfeeding. Maybe he doesn't want to. Maybe he just needs comfort on my on my breast. It, it just you never know. So yeah, well, breastfeeding is going well now. It's it looks like you head. got the hang of it. I'm yeah. I'm shocked. I so shocked, especially because it's the first time. Yeah. Um, and I remember my experience, and I'm like, oh my god, I never want to go through that again. But my second experience was great. Joelle did it for 18 months. Yeah. I I had no idea how I did it, but I. I am so shocked at how you're doing this. I mean, this is just the first part. I, I was so worried. Pumping. I yeah. haven't given him a bottle. I'm yeah. still at home. I can just, you know, yeah. just give him the breast whenever just he whip wants it. Out, it. Baby. <laughs> but, you know, once I'm back at work, it's going to be a completely different yeah, story. We're not thinking her. about that yet. I mean, we have to start. It's coming it's up It's only soon. a month old. So what would you say has been the hardest part emotionally so far? The transition is hard, but I honestly thought it would be harder. I think having a good supportive partner is a key. Yeah, I honestly cannot let's talk imagine, about that. Yeah, I cannot, ima- I cannot imagine doing this alone. I don't know how women do this. I don't know how you did this, but I cannot I imagine. You know, even like the first nights home, we would be both up with him just kind of support supporting one another like we i, I was I, yeah i was breastfeeding but then that's just one part you're gonna change him you're gonna put him back to sleep you're right. gonna console him all that and then he you know having my husband there with me was just so helpful like even you know a glass of water you know for him mm-hmm. to go get me yeah. a glass of water that was so helpful i didn't have to get out of bed you know yeah. and i was still so sore and everything was still ugh, i was in so much pain but I think having him here and him being so great with the baby and, and me and being so understanding, I think that helped me so much. I yeah. don't know. I know there were days here that he would be out doing, you know, stuff for his job and and I would just be here with the baby and the baby was crying and I was crying with the baby because I didn't know what, what what was going on. And But as soon as he got home, he was just like, all right. This is, it's, it's going to be fine. We're going to figure it yeah, out. We're having gonna, that support is huge, whether it's your partner you know, or family or, or friends, someone you can just talk to. Yeah, absolutely. So that, so I, I haven't really had major, major setbacks yet, but this is still so new. Yeah. Know? I'm still Only growing up. Yeah. The pregnancy was new. Yeah, it's, the baby is new. Now I'm getting used to, you know, this body. Like, I've always been, you know, I've always been so slim and yeah. tall and, yeah. you know, worked out before, so I felt great. And now. Guys, she looks insane right now, okay? No. She, <laughs> it's for just having a baby me, a month ago. Like, like, I, you know, to me, this isn't me. Like, this I isn't know. this isn't normal to me. Yeah. So I'm just getting used to it. And I don't know how long it'll take me right. <laughs> to get back to my normal but you know i try to remind myself that it's 
there's still so much. It's a know, process. It's, it's a process. It's a process. I'm, and I'm just a month they in. They say it takes you nine months to do it. Yeah. It takes you nine months to get back. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, but, yeah, I, I think breastfeeding was definitely challenging. And I'm still very traumatized after my labor and delivery. I can't even think about having yeah. more children because, yeah. because <laughs> I, I honestly, I always wanted a big family. Now yeah. I don't even know if I can do this again because just thinking about that day makes me want to cry. It was just... I know it's so dramatic it is yeah but everybody's different and luckily I have I have a good boy he's not really uh so far he hasn't been so bad yeah have you had your emotional outbursts where you're just crying for no reason well I cry when I look at him sometimes because I I can't believe he's mine those days you know obviously it's you see a commercial on, on tv and yeah i've had those um yeah. but uh, nothing nothing major that i can think of you know again i, I really I, re- <laughs> I remember with jody he was about a month old and he had a diaper rash it was really not a big oh, deal yeah. it was like a little bit of skin like peeling it wasn't red <laughs> or anything so i rushed him to the pediatrician and the doctor's like, he just has a little bit of diaper rash. And I'm like, but I don't know what it is. It looks like a... Di-. And I thought it was a disease or something. The doctor's Aww. like, he's fine. Just give him some diaper cream. So I'm on the way home, and Jonah's having an absolute meltdown in the car. Yeah. And I just start... I stop the car, and I just start crying with him. <laughs> so now it's me and this newborn just bawling in the middle of the street. <laughs> And someone's beeping at me, and I'm like, don't fucking beat me. And I go insane, and I get to my mom's house, and I I melt. Like, I just melt in her arms, and I'm like, I can't do this. This is not for me. Take him. Take him back. Yeah. <laughs> I remember just quitting that day, but you can't quit. It's yeah, like, you can't quit. You can't. There's you no going do. back yeah, now. You just got to figure it out. Yeah. You just got to really listen to the baby. Look, like, you know, just kind of... Try to feel him out. He doesn't even know what's going on. God, I always have spit up everywhere now. He's got spit up and boob milk everywhere. Oh my goodness, I'm so The joys of motherhood. I know. And I was so happy. I put a new shirt on this morning. And as soon as I put a new shirt on, he spit up everywhere. Uh huh. Oh, it's okay. You're good. You're fine. I bet you don't take showers for granted. No. No. No, not at all. But yeah, it's been it's been good so far. How I, I have a personal question. So how do you think your right now your marriage? Do you think it's stronger? Do you think you guys are going through it emotionally? Like how has that changed in that sense? It, obviously, we don't have as much time for each other as we used to. Right. Like today, we got half hour for each other, and we were like, "Wow, this is great!" Like this feels like the old times. You know, we both like we can sit down and actually have a cup of coffee and talk right. in peace without you know yeah. worrying about the baby because he was sleeping, he was fed, changed everything. So, we just had half an hour, and it felt so good. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't mm-hmm. get that anymore at all. It's all about the baby. Like it's just you go from work. Yeah. My husband yeah. um, does real estate, so he, he's out and about a lot. They are very successful real estate investors. But so, Dallin, <laughs> they're lucky enough to be able to work from home. Yeah, that is absolutely, yeah, mm-hmm. that's another thing. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what I would have done if he had to go to work and work nine-to-five job. Yeah. Like, who would have helped me? Yeah. You know? yeah. I would have been here by myself, so I'm very, very grateful for that. But yeah, so he's out and about, so, you know, but then when he comes home, it's like all about the baby. Should we, should we do this? Should we do that? Why is he crying? Can you take him? Can you change him? It's just Basically, all about it be- the Basically, he baby. becomes 
the center, the center of attention. Yes, and yes. I, I don't think it. As to when you were just the just two of you, two of us. you could do go wherever you want, yeah. do whatever you want, yeah. have sex whenever you want. Yeah. And now it's, it's like, wait, there's someone else in the room. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like yeah. that, you know. It's it's just it's just so different now. I don't think it, it impacted our marriage to the point where we're like, you know, fighting. We right. haven't fought yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I come? No. But uh, but it, you know, it's been good. It's just different, and I think we're both adjusting to it in a way. You know, we, we snap it's a, at each other. It's a transition for everyone, including everyone. the baby. Absolutely. You know, so, like we, we do have days where we snap at each other, and like yesterday, I was very mean to him. <laughs> but uh, but he's very understanding. He really is a good guy, and I couldn't ask for a better husband. Honestly, I really he's couldn't. He's he's just so good. He's just so understanding, you know. And he did a lot of research before when as I was pregnant, not only on the pregnancy but also on. Uh, postpartum part and yeah you telling him yeah. and like constantly reiterating like this is a big transition you know yes I the think postpartum that- phase to me is probably the scariest um it could be because of what i experienced in my own personal postpartum both times yeah. um but i fear for that in women because i've heard the most horrible like horror stories of women yeah. who have left their babies at daycare and oh never came back and you know really crazy things that I could never imagine about myself. I could never imagine. Like, I have a hard time leaving my kids for a night or two. I can't even imagine not ever wanting to be next to them, not ever wanting to kiss them and hold them and smell them. Like, I could never... Smell them, I could do without sometimes. (laughs) But but I just can't imagine, like, not wanting my babies, you know? And I guess that's what I feared for with you, only because you guys are like family to me. So I guess I feared not being able to help you should that have happened. You know, like I, cause I don't know how to fix that with someone. So if I see someone struggling with postpartum, I don't know what that's like. So I can't help you. Yeah. And I feel like I helped you so much with your pregnancy and you know what to expect when you're expecting (laughs) (laughs) that I was so terrified and you don't even know this, but Dallin, you know, once you had the baby, like he pulled me aside and he was like, you know what? I'm terrified. What if she gets <laughs> postpartum and I don't know what to do? And I'm like, you're going to be fine. Look at her. She just freaking had a baby <laughs> and she's totally fine. I mean, you just never know yeah. though because, you yeah. know, there are women that look, that look fine, but yeah. they're not. Yeah. You know? like, and the baby yeah. blues are normal once, oh, yeah, that, you know, the, sure. with the whole transition. Yeah. The baby blues come and go, but I'm talking about like that deep. No depression that a lot of people don't talk about you know and it's hard for women to I can't even imagine that feeling of not wanting my baby or not wanting to be a mom now that I have them but it's a scary thought and I and I feared it so much I don't know why I I feared everything with you I feared that you're (laughs) because you drove me insane every day what if this happens and I'm like oh my god I'm gonna sit here and tell her nothing's gonna happen and remember when I was dating that guy Mark he was like Crystal you have to tell her everything you have to be completely honest yeah 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 yeah. now that I have a uh, I have a few pre- friends that are trying to get pregnant and I'm just like, I'm going to be just like that with them. Yeah. You have to be raw. Yeah. Like, you, you have, have to, to be so to. real about it because it's not a joke. this idea it's not. Of, of, you know, it's all rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> yeah, I did have that yeah. kind of pregnancy. Yeah, it was but not really everyone great, does. But not everybody does. Right, yeah. right. And, it, and still, I still had that fear and everything, every little thing that was going on in my body was just like, is this normal? You know, yeah. is it normal? Yeah. Is it not normal? Yeah. So yeah, that postpartum face is scary. Um, I think something else I wanted to ask you is how, you know, when you're, I talked in one of my blog posts, I mentioned um, when you come up, when you become a parent, it's very important that you're selfless 
you know, because being a parent is not for selfish people. Absolutely. It's not for selfishness. It's not for narcissism. It's not for anything like that. So I give a little bit of advice. When people come to me and say, hey, I'm thinking about having a baby. What do you think? And I'm like, don't do it. (laughs) And they look at me like, are you fucking crazy? I'm like, no, I'm just telling you. Like, it's not for everyone. If you're not ready... If you, and especially if you're a selfish person, yeah. if you think the center of the universe is yourself, it's not for you Absolutely. because someone else depends on you every day to live and breathe. Yeah. So guess what? <laughs> the world don't revolve around <laughs> you anymore. No, absolutely. So do you think that like you being a selfless person, because you are, you and Dowen are very, two very selfless people. Do you think that that helps you in your postpartum phase? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you just have to... It, and that's another thing. I, I, I think about it sometimes how me being 29 years old and, you know, I've gone through some stuff in life, mm-hmm. you know, like my parents and like my past and whatnot. So I, I feel like I've matured quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it helped me with, you know, being a mom and like this whole, even the postpartum phase because I know this is all temporary. This is not going to last forever. So mm-hmm. I think that helped me a lot. But I don't know how women do it when they're so young. Even, yeah. you know, thinking back, even when I was 25, when you had your first baby, you were 25 or 24, and it, it's just like you were so young, you know? It's just so I thought much. I was grown. Yeah, <laughs> you were so young, and even that, me at I was like, yeah, baby's not a kid. I know what to do. No, but now, you know, I'm almost 30 years old. I, I feel so much more confident in my body, in my relationship with myself as a person, mm-hmm. and... And I just, I don't know how people do it when they're younger because you, you can't, you, you are selfish when yeah, you're younger. You yeah, think yeah, that, yeah. that life is all about you yeah, and then you have yeah. that baby and you're like, oh yeah. my goodness. But yeah, I think it helped that, you know, I'm, I'm almost 30 years old having yeah. my first child. Um, I also think that what's helping me is the fact that I constantly remind myself the energy that I have is projected over to the baby. Of so, course. If I if he's crying they pick for up half everything. hour, absolutely. Yeah. If he's crying for for half hour, if I start getting frustrated, he's gonna get even more frustrated. Mm-hmm. If I get anxious and I start cursing out and giving up, then he's gonna get anxious, and this is not gonna help anybody. So that's kind of how I approach it because it is a huge sacrifice. You have yeah. to get up every two to three hours to feed that baby and you know it's not just you don't feed the baby for 20 minutes it's a whole process you gotta change him you you know you gotta put him back to sleep and sometimes it takes another hour and a half so it is you know it's 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 a huge sacrifice and now you guys are the ones up all night yeah but that's just (laughs) one part of it and throughout the day like i don't get out of the house you know i I, I get out to do grocery shopping i'm just so excited because (laughs) i'm outside it's some fresh air you know yeah so it's it's just everything's changing and it's like we were saying before, you can't really take anything for granted. You know, going outside, yeah. taking a shower. And I think that. also, like, you don't really know how it is until you become Absolutely a mom. Absolutely yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. And I remember you were used to telling us those things, and we were just like, oh, my gosh, she's exaggerating. I'm exaggerating. I'm, no. such, I'm so extra. <laughs> she's so extra. She's exaggerating. No, no, no. It's all true. <laughs> it's all true. I yeah. ain't no lying, bitch. <laughs> was, oh, my God. Yeah, but it's just. And it's 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 always something, you know. The baby, it's it's just all about the baby. At least the first month, it's, it's always all something. About the baby. I don't know. I I want to say like my son is only three and a half, but I think the first few years of their lives, everything's about them. But I feel like the more energy you put into them, and you know, I mean, you don't give complete. You have to be a little selfish sometimes. Yeah. You know, you have to say, okay, you chill out. 
I'm going to go take a shower and gain my sanity back in the next five minutes and then I'll be back and I'll deal with you. (laughs) But yeah, you can be selfish a little bit, but I feel like the more energy you put into your kids, the better reward, you know, they'll, they'll grow up to be good kids and everything in life though. Yeah. The more work you put in, the more the work you put in. I don't know. I feel like some parents are like, my kid turned out to be an asshole, and I, I don't know what happened. We were so good, and yeah. but I feel like just loving them, just make sure, making sure they're happy, making yeah. sure they're loved. Obviously, a month, a baby that's a month old, all he wants to do is eat and sleep, right? But you're still their comfort. Yeah, so if he's absolutely. happy, you're happy. If you're happy, he's happy. Yeah, that's how it goes. It's an energy exchange. That's Anything good... in life is an energy exchange. Absolutely. That's so that's okay. what you got to think about. Like with me and my kids, if I, if as long as they're happy, I'm okay. And emotionally stable. Emotionally stable is big. So if you're emotionally stable, if you feel supported at home by your husband, if your baby is eating well, if you're eating yeah. well, if you're showering, if you're sleeping, the whole world is good. Yeah. The world is good. This but is then, so exciting. You know, all you can, it's like I always say, all you can do is do your best. That's I can only do my best. I don't know what's the best for him. Like I can right. only do my best, what I think is best for him. And, right. And that's it. You know, I, I try. And you're still getting to know him. You're getting yeah. to know his personality. He I'm may be really loud and obnoxious like his dad. <laughs> he may be very sweet and logical like you. He may be both. He may be all four. I never know. You never know. All I, I know is that he's so mushy and I want to eat him. <laughs> but I look at him and I'm like, nope, no more. <laughs> or now. Stop. Joey says that, but. They're, they're convinced know. that I'm going to have another child. Oh well, um, maybe adopt a child. Kirsten used to say she was made to be a mom and I could not agree with that more. She's an excellent mom. She's such a great role Thank model. Thank you. For you. For me, of course. Like, You're my role you. model. <laughs> I want to be like you when I grow up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think that's great. I think that you shared some really great things. Um, I wish I had more stories to tell you. But you I'm do. Just, you you got to tell me like a funny, it. like baby pooped in your I'm mouth a, kind of story. Well, really? you pooped so many times with me, it's not even funny anymore. <laughs> what did she, she, she messages me the other day and she goes, I think there's something wrong with Noah. And I'm like, what? And she goes, his head is so big. <laughs> I really thought it was I said, I, She's like on the verge of crying. And I'm like, there is nothing I'm wrong. I'm going to ask the pediatrician tomorrow. <laughs> and she's going to the doctor tomorrow. And she's going to ask about the size of her son's perfectly sized head. Look at his dad's head. Come on. The kid does not. First of all, he doesn't have a big head. Okay, she thinks his head is abnormal. She said abnormally huge. (laughs) The kid's head is beautiful. It's perfect. And I was just dying. I was laughing. And I. (laughs) But you worry about those things. Like it's just always like, what if you miss something? What if you know? What if it's like something in front of you and you miss it because it's your kid? So you think he's perfect? Oh, stop (laughs) it! He's only a month old and his head is perfectly fine. Like I with Joelle, she's so tiny, and it's like, well, I'm tiny too, so. At first, I'm like, is she like mal, you know, malnourished? And I'm like, no, <laughs> stupid. She's small like you. No, your baby's head is fine. Your baby's we'll head is going to be fine. So what about the holidays? You got the holidays coming. Everybody's coming over for, for Christmas oh. Eve. She's host this, this bitch. She's hosting <laughs> Christmas Eve with a newborn baby. Okay. A month old. And I'm like, how? How are you even Honestly, doing this? now that I think about it. 
Dealing with the family yeah. is more stressful. And it's only her family and it's only immediate family. Yeah, but right. still. Dealing with the family is more stressful. Right. Family and friends that want to visit. Like, I understand everybody's so excited yeah. you know, about yeah. seeing and meeting the baby. It's Noah's first Christmas. Yeah. yeah. But, um... Yeah, dealing with them is more stressful than dealing with Absolutely. baby. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody has everybody has something to say. Everybody wants things to Everyone's their always way. what did I tell you? Everyone's oh always gosh. gonna have something to say. Always, oh my always, gosh. always. It's just it's crazy and they're all going crazy over this baby. It's the first baby <laughs> on both sides. She's like, What's the big deal? I just carried this thing for nine months. It's I popped him out. Know, like, I what's know. the big deal? I know. <laughs> the first like, grandchild on both sides. No big deal at all. He's big a big deal. deal. I know. We're gonna get him a shirt deal. that says, "I'm kind of a big deal." You know when you when you yeah. hand your baby over to, to to one of the grandmas and they start kiss, kissing <laughs> him and doing this and, and moving oh, him certain ways and I'm I just know, like, "Oh my god, I just want to rip that baby out of your arms and just keep it." In my and life. I told you this. Yeah. Don't be scared to say, "Please don't do that." It's easier said than done. It's just the germ thing, you know. Just. I know, but it's easier. It's easy. It's easier said than done. But by your second child, you will be like, "Bitch, don't touch my baby." (laughs) I promise you. You just don't care anymore. But you know, but at the same time, like, I don't want to deny them the joy of of, you know holding the baby and and enjoying the baby. I enjoy looking at him. I enjoy holding him. Doesn't mean I have to slobber all over him to do that. No, I get it. I get it. It's 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 very like you know, I'm always very conflicted. I know, I know. But uh, yeah, the c- Christmas is gonna. That's be here. also <laughs> something. It's hard to talk about because it's like, it's your baby. You want to do everything to protect him. You want to do everything in your power to make sure you know he doesn't get sick and the germs. He's so fragile. He's so yeah. tiny. How do you deal with that as a new mom when you don't want to speak up and say yeah. it? I'm, you yeah. know, I was just afraid to hurt people's feelings. You know? Right. People but what's all more personally. important? Yes, but as a first-time ah. mom. See, I try to give it. her that that push. I try to, like, make her a little bitch, but. <laughs> you did tell me. I remember you yeah. were saying that. Like, don't be afraid to speak up. And I'm not afraid, but it's just, I don't know. Sometimes I feel bad. You know, yeah. I just, I feel bad yeah. that I'm denying them the joy that, that I have. You're not denying them anything. They just have to, it just has to be put on hold. And like I always told you, you have the right to say no to visitors. You have the right to say no. No, you can't hold my baby. No, you you have the right. But people take it so personally. And they you know it's what? A personal, like I'm trying. And to what do they say? Like, How you feel about me is not my problem. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. That's true. But I'm just saying. I, yeah, it's a lot. You know, it's a, it's, it's, always, it's a lot. It's always. You always look at two sides of the story, and it's but now that you have another person that's depending on you, and yeah, and you want the best for him, and you want him to have that relationship with, with you know with his grandparents, but at the same time you don't want him to catch some cold or whatever, right, right, you know? right. Like it's, Especially because he's so tiny and it's yeah. winter, and oh, yeah. I can't. Yeah. Um, I would hit somebody. I would punch them in the throat. <laughs> I, I know would you would. Go, go for it. Kiss my kid. Go ahead. See my fist. No, yeah. no, I wouldn't. Um, no, I, I didn't experience that. So no one ever, I never had to say it to anyone. I mean, and if I did, it was like, just please don't, don't kiss him. Yeah. You know, don't, don't touch. Just yeah, go wash your hands. that are coming over, you know, now we started, we started having visitors. So I always tell them like lightly, you know, make sure you're not sick. But then people think that I'm trying to offend them. Or, no, you know, it's common so, sense I, when you're meeting a newborn baby. Not for someone that doesn't have children. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's you're right. But you, that's when you educate. You take the opportunity yeah. to say, hey. This is the deal. 
you got to make sure you're not sick. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have all his immunizations. He's so fragile. Yeah. Yes, he's on breast milk, but that's not going to protect him from everything. Yeah. And you know what? If you don't like it, maybe you can visit another time. Yep. When flu season's oh, it is easier said than done. But I think it's about finding that inside of you. You have it. I do. And you have. You tell people, wash your hands. Yeah, no, of course. Make sure your hands are clean. Of course. See, a person like me would come over and be like, first of all, I don't even like visiting babies when they're like month two. I I wait. Okay. I don't I don't go anywhere near them because when I had my children, I when I had them and I was in the hospital, I didn't want any visitors. But all of a sudden with my son, I had 20 people in my room at the same time. And I almost had a meltdown. I did have a meltdown after everyone left. Um, But then it was just me and him. And I was so happy and thankful. But that was a lot. So I had had the baby 4 o'clock in the morning. I was breastfeeding him at 6 o'clock in the morning. You were my first visitor alone at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I want to say around 11, I had literally 20 people in my room. I don't even know how they all let them in. Um, I was like, is this even allowed? Like, what are we doing here? And I was so upset and I was trying to hide it. First of all, because I was I was so exhausted. I hadn't slept for 23 hours. Okay. I was pushing. I looked like a ghost. I looked like a zombie. And um, I didn't know what to think at that moment. I, so I didn't have the energy to be upset. Yeah. But the next day I was like, you know, that, that was really messed up. That yeah. no one really spoke up for me. And, and even my own family. Like, you didn't say anything like couldn't you wait two days to come and see or even come see me at home you know and with visitors you know I didn't want any visitors I wanted to enjoy my baby and I just felt like everything was spiraling out of control when I had my son so the second time around with my daughter um I made sure so first of all she was born on a snowstorm day so that was great (laughs) you guys were the only people to come visit um and it was a weekday so no one everyone was at work and then um yeah, I, I didn't have any visitors. It was just uh, my ex's mom and uh, my mom and my dad came to pick me up from the hospital. So there were no visitors and it was just more of a peaceful that I, it was a peaceful day after and I only stayed there one night, remember? Mm-hmm. And um, it was the pe- most peaceful time that morning, yeah. uh, the morning after. Um, it was just like, yes, this is what I, this is exactly what I wanted. This is exactly what I needed. And um I wished so bad that I had had that with Jonah yeah. because I didn't get to enjoy him at the hospital. Um, I only enjoyed him probably weeks after I had him mm-hmm. at home. And then going home was even harder because of the baby blues and the transition and my body. I hated everything. I hated everyone. And I didn't want visitors and breastfeeding was going terribly wrong. And I just remember feeling like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. But the baby's here. There's yeah. nothing you can do. Yeah. But I feel like the second time around, everything gets much easier. People care, are like, oh, you had another baby? Great. Cool. We'll come see you in a few weeks. Like, keep <laughs> having babies. I, <laughs> I, I didn't mind visit. Well, I had the baby at 6 o'clock at night. So by the time I even got to see him, it was like way past the visiting yeah. hours anyway. So yeah. nobody would have come. That also, so it, yeah. it depends on when you have in the yeah. baby. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I... See, I had him on a Sunday morning, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah, it was Tuesday at night, the next day everybody had to go to work, so... So, yeah, no, it, that, but the first night, even that first night, it was just... You're still, like, in so much disbelief that yeah. everything was happening. 
Yeah. But you get those moments. Yeah, you got that moment to yourself. And yeah, him. for sure. Yeah, yeah. even I yeah. didn't even keep the baby with me in, in the in the room. I just right. let him sleep in the nursery. I remember reading somewhere that baby makes a lot of weird noises <laughs> when he's first born. So, so like the book said, you know, just make sure you you if that's what you want, and make sure you you, you ask the nurses to take the baby so yeah. you can get some rest because the next few days, next few weeks, mm-hmm. when you get home, you're not gonna have that luxury. <laughs> So I just let the baby sleep with the nurses, and they just brought him over for feeding. Um, and that's it, yeah. And then the next day, but I didn't mind. Like, I was kind of happy to see everybody. I was so excited. I was so proud that, you know, I have a little baby. Like, I, I wanted know. everybody to see him. But you got that rest. You, you yeah, were able to sleep. Did. and and I definitely oh, did. It was, when I look back, I'm just, I attach memories to emotions. <laughs> so I remember how I felt and it yeah. makes me so angry, yeah. but I'm over it now, three yeah. and a half years later. I'm not really over it. <laughs> I'm still working on that. Um, yeah. But I remember falling asleep and um, they took the baby. They kept, they didn't even ask me. They kept him all night and which was great because Josh and I slept all night in that room and in the complete darkness and we weren't even thinking we forgot we had a baby that's how (laughs) tired we were so then they come in in the morning and we chose not to circumcise jonah so the doctor who's a jew (laughs) walks in the room at 9 a.m and he's like hey the circumcision went well you should have seen how quickly we jumped up off of our beds and i look at my ex and i'm like what what did he just say (laughs) he goes i don't know what i didn't hear him i didn't hear him and i said you tell that doctor I'm going to murder him. I will murder him. I will kill him. And the doctor's like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There was a lot of pressure. Like, wake us. someone up like that. Yeah, no, no, no. But I, we did get um, asked a lot about circumcision. Of and course. everybody seemed so surprised. I don't know if it was just a hospital that we were in. Really? But I just got a lot of like weird looks when I said we're not going to do it. Oh, yeah. Everything you decide for it's, your kid is going like, to have judgment behind I mean, it. We look at yeah. each other like, is this something? like not normal like yeah i don't want yeah. to do it. like i don't want yeah. my baby to go through yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. just personal choice yeah, yeah. but all every doctor every yeah. nurse like whenever there was a new nurse um for a new shift they were all asking and were like no he was not circumcised we were right just getting looks yeah <laughs> yeah it was all yeah. i'm like wow like i'm experiencing like the judgment oh well, it's it's immediate <laughs> for the first it's immediate like jonah i took him to the er once because he had fever and it wouldn't go away so we couldn't figure it out. So I said, um, maybe it's a UTI. They took urine. They called me back. And they called me back like hours later to confirm that, yes, it was a UTI. I had to go back to the hospital. We get there. And the nurse in the pediatric unit, in the pediatric emergency room, goes, he has a UTI because you didn't circumcise him. <gasps> oh, my god! That's exactly what she said to me. Stop and it. my baby's four months old. So Get, I'm still very early postpartum, yeah. okay? Still struggling. My nipples literally missing. I have oh no God. idea where my nipple is. Can we not talk about <laughs> that? <laughs> and she looks at me and says that. Yeah. And I I didn't even respond. And now, looking back, I wish I would have responded, you know? Because we don't need any more of that. We don't need the judgment. I decided not to yeah. circumcise my kid. That's my business. It's yeah, not absolutely. your business. Uh, and he didn't have a UTI because I didn't circumcise him. He had a UTI because he had diarrhea for a week. <laughs> and something must have got in there. Yeah, so, no. Like, now I kept quiet and I just cried. I sobbed and I sobbed and I sobbed. And as if it wasn't hard enough seeing them treat my baby and inject him with antibiotics, I had to hear that from a nurse. And wherever you are, lady, if you listen to this, <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <For real. laughs> like, how? 
dare you? Yeah. You're a, you should know. Yeah. Really... We don't need any more of that. Keep that bullshit away. We go through enough on a daily basis, especially single mothers. Keep your judgments and your comments to yourself. You don't know what's good for my kid. Yeah. I don't know what's good Absolutely. for your kid. Absolutely. And I think that's a good way to end this. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so, so, so much. Thank you for I'm having so me. excited. Um, we'll have a recap in six months to see how you're doing. Yes, let's do it. Let's, <laughs> let's see if she still has all her hair in six months. <laughs> What I know, you're only a month in, but do you have anything to say to new moms out there, or even pregnant women? Just take it easy. Take it easy. No, seriously, take it. It's all. It always. It all works out one way or another. Really, no need to stress. I. I can't even stress that enough. You should not stress every little thing because everything is going to work out. Trust the universe. Absolutely. The divine timing. Yes, absolutely. It all happens for a reason and there's a time and place for everything. That's my husband's favorite thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's true. It's so true. It's it's just trust your instincts because they're real. (laughs) They really are. Awesome. It's like we said like we were saying, you know, you don't, you know your baby without knowing right. anything about baby. Right, right. You just trust your motherly yes. because they're there. Instinct. Even yeah. if you don't feel it, even yeah. if you don't feel it right away, they're there. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mama. I love you. you. Love you. And we conclude. Yay.